So hello and welcome. We actually are in two places today. So we are in Moonlight Alchemy with Carly O'Connor and special guest. Perspective Switch with Lonnie Diane. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> You're so cute. Um, <laughs> I'm super excited to talk to you today. Uh, so for those of you who will one of us is new to everyone here today, aren't they? <laughs> like, <laughs> I am. Um, yeah, because we're kind of like doing this thing together, right? Um, so we are going to uh, talk a little bit about what it is that we're up to, the kind of projects that we're both kind of working on here. And, you know, as always with Moonlight Alchemy podcast, like we haven't planned anything. We're just <laughs> along for the ride and we're going to see what happens. So Lonnie, tell everybody a little bit about you. Um, who are you? <laughs> wow. That could go in so many different directions. I know. <laughs> I could tell you the very like basic human. <laughs> I yeah. grew up in Philadelphia and I went to Penn State and I graduated with my accounting degree. But the thing is, it's all part of the journey though. Mm-hmm. You know, it is. Or I could tell you like my spiritual journey. My mom died when I was 12 and I was super depressed. And that like pushed me to seeking something that would heal me and my form of healing was spirituality Mm -hmm. um we can talk about that I moved to San Diego like five years ago and that has dramatically changed my life (laughs) I love traveling I like sold all my stuff and traveled for seven months straight three months in Europe one month in Israel two months in South um South America um yeah, there's so much. It's a great journey. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think that's kind of what we're all exploring right now is like that kind of side of things, you know? So I know that's how I got here. And so for those of you who don't know, which is all of you, um, we actually met at a weekend workshop in Berkeley, which was, we had so much fun. Like, (laughs) I know I loved it. Yeah. That was a good time. So we went to a Paul Selig channeled workshop and um, we sat near each other the first day. And then we, and uh, with our other friends, like walked all around and we had a great time, lots of fun conversations. And we were like, Hey, we're going to do a podcast. And you had just started your YouTube channel, right? Yes. It was like, we're going to do both of those together. And here we are. Yes. (laughs) So exciting. Oh my dude, it's been a month today. Hasn't oh, it? Oh, wow. Has I think it? So. I don't even know. How fun is that? It's time. Yeah. Well, it's not real, but <laughs> <laughs> I know. Right. I keep, that's like one of the things I'm like trying to fix. Like, obviously it's my ego that trying to figure it out, but I'm like, there's just something with this. There's some way, like I can have a realization that knowing that time doesn't exist, like that can greatly benefit me, but it'll come when it comes, you know? Yeah. Yeah. As most things do. Right. Yeah. Always (laughs) like trusting that, you know, and and that's, I think that goes along with trusting divine time, you know, like the whole idea of time itself and learning how to work outside of that and learning how to work outside of time and space. And that's how we do like distance healing, right. Is because we're working outside of time and space. Yeah. Hmm. So (laughs) (laughs) You do majority of what you do is distance healing, right? 
Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like 95%. And soon, because we're moving again, it'll be probably a hundred percent. Oh yeah. Yeah. Which cool. is cool. Um, uh, not how I like intended on starting, but you know, you talked about like, you got up and moved, uh, yeah. you know, we got up and moved because Vince is active duty. And so sometimes they tell us to get up and move. <laughs> so <laughs> it is like, it does, it changes you a lot. And uh, to be fair, even before I met him, like I got up and moved, you know, a couple times. Yeah. And it's always like, I think it's such a fun thing because, you know, especially when you're going someplace where you don't know anybody, like, you know, that's a great opportunity to really get clear about, Hey, what are my, you know, what are my favorite parts of myself that I'm leaning into and that I can show up as my favorite version of myself and yeah. just what they know of me. And so it's really easy to support that because that's what they know. I don't know. Does that yeah. mean? <laughs> yeah. Because so it's like going back home, like going to see your family, mm -hmm. they like know, they know you. So yeah. like, they kind of like assume who you are so they like project that onto you and you start acting in your old ways because that's kind of like how they're treating you so it brings you back to your past yes. who you used to be so when yes. you meet new people you could literally like they have no expectation of you and that I feel like is all like Paul Selig's teachings yeah is like behold I make all things new like I see this person in a new way I'm not holding them to their past actions. So like you allow them to just express as their true self. Yes. And, <laughs> yeah. you know, and, and like doing that work, like the soul gazing and the, cause you know, we were partners the second day, which, you know, that, that creates like a, a bond, you know, like, you know, it I does, yeah. the shop I went to, like, I still remember that guy, like, you know, like we're uh -huh. Follow each other on Instagram and he's like super cool. And, and, you know, and it definitely creates that different kind of of seeing. So, you know, like you have the, you know, the first part of your introduction of yourself, right. You have that side of you, but I don't know anything about that side of you. All I see of you is what I've seen of you. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. and what I see in you is I know who you are in truth, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which is cool to have. Um, I love how you talk about, you know, they, you go back and they kind of project how they know you. And it's like, they're like, we know you. And you're like, do you really, you know, and <laughs> like a fun example of that, like super lighthearted is, you know, I was like the pickiest kid, like on the planet. Like I did not like any of my food to touch at all. Like, so I liked it all to be separate. And so they always got me like separated plates, you know, like when I would go to like my aunt's house for Thanksgiving, she always made sure that there were separated plates. I'm almost 39. <laughs> <laughs> when I, even though I've been like, Hey, I don't mind my food touching now. And in fact, there's like, I love a good chopped salad. Right? <laughs> like, <laughs> like still always have the separated plates. And I'm like, I've outgrown that. <laughs> and I think, you know, that's a fun example for, you know, like what you're talking about. And I think there are, yeah. there are other things that I've outgrown that they, you know, because they don't get to see me every day, you know, that they just don't know. And yeah, but that's definitely an argument for like, just get up and move. <laughs> <laughs> you could be whoever you want to be. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Yeah. Huh. So, you know, but if you don't have the luxury to just get up and move, I guess, <laughs> I guess that is a luxury. Um, you know, you could still start to be who you want to be. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. 
you just have to retrain the people around you. Or sometimes, you know, I know for me, like I found that the people, as I change, the people around me change. And if they don't change, the people around me change, you know? Like, <laughs> oh yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. And, yeah. and that's okay too. You know, I think like when we first start off, it's, we take it very personally, you know, like, oh man, you know, or we think like, Hey, I have to hang on to these people forever because these have been my people forever. And it doesn't always, you know, kind of shake out like that. And, mm-hmm. you know, as, as much as it, I think can be hard at the start, then, you know, you kind of learn that what you're really doing is creating space for new people who you're more in alignment with. And that's a cool gift, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Being your, being who you really want to be will attract the people in your life that you want to be around. But I feel like it is challenging to like, to change and then to start saying no to what you really don't want to do. (laughs) You don't want to hurt people's feelings or yeah, it's all part of the journey. It is. What was that? (laughs) Boundaries are tough. (laughs) Yeah, that's actually, that's exactly what I was thinking. And that was where I was kind of leading to, Mm -hmm. because I feel like I'm learning a lot about boundaries right now and not even physically, but more energetically. I'm seeing where people's energy affects me unconsciously. And I'm like, oh shit, like this is real and this is intense and it's been infecting me, affecting me my entire life. And so now I've just been constantly like talking to my spirit guides, like I release and let go of any energy that's not mine. I do not consent to anything sticking to me or because I just feel like there's so much unseen that I just don't even know about. And I'm like awakening to that. I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't know anything, you know? Yeah, that's definitely, you know, I feel like it's funny that you say that because I too know nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Right. We all know nothing really. (laughs) Yeah. You know, um, and it's great. And, and, and the other thing that I've realized is I would much rather know nothing than think I know something. (laughs) Yeah. Because once you think, you know, things, that's when you stop growing and learning. Right. Yeah. You like kind of close your mind off. Yeah. You're like, oh, yeah. I have to listen to that. I already know it. And yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I think that's a mistake that people make. And, you know, by people like, you know. <laughs> yeah, of course. I've certainly, you know, done that more than once. <laughs> <laughs> it feels so good, though, when you're like, oh, my God, like, I know. Like, I realized yeah. this big thing. It's a good feeling. <laughs> well, it is. And I do think that we can have these like moments of realization, but stay like humble about it, you know? Yeah, of course. I know for me, like growing up, I, I was always called a know-it-all because I was like, I, <laughs> like I, you know, I was, I was like that, but on the other hand, like I was very intuitive. And so there were a lot of things that I did know, but what I realized is that it's okay to know things. It's okay to get things, but you need to be humble. You don't have to be a dick about it, you know, <laughs> like, yeah. you know, be humble. And I think that's a lesson that a lot of us learn the hard way as we're kind of like moving on the, or at least I learned the hard way <laughs> and still learn the hard way from time to time, you know, mm-hmm. but it's okay. Cause the I was actually last night I was reading this book, the spiritual power of empathy. Mm-hmm. And she talks about how she had this client that was a secretary and she would get like downloads of information and everyone thought she was a know-it-all and didn't really like her 
and how that was just an empathic gift that she didn't realize she had. So it's interesting. That's really cool that you like. What's that called? I love books. I know you do. You're such a researcher, like a student. (laughs) The Spiritual Power of Empathy by Cindy Dale. And actually what I have read, I will just randomly go in and read things, but I really like this book. That's cool. Well, you know, I, there's a lot of, you know, as an empath myself and working with clients who are empathic and who are, you know, kind of in the same boat that you're talking about, you've been in where you're like, well, I'm picking up everybody's stuff. What do I do with it? You know, mm-hmm. um, you know, I think it'd be a great resource for them. And of course, you know, I love to read. So. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. Are so, you, what are you currently reading? Um, I am current. So look, I <laughs> I'll show you. Do you have like 10 books that you're currently reading? Yes. <laughs> Are they like organized precisely? Oh, definitely not at all. Like, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I have like you can, the shelf that you can't see under this is like a tote full of, of more books. Um, Cause I'm kind of right now reading all of them <laughs> because I am getting ready for the retreat that's coming up. So Okay. Going to research. Yeah. When is your retreat? It's October 27th through 30th. Okay. Um, yeah. I'm so excited. It's going to be a ton of fun. And I, I keep getting like messages for it. And so, you know, I am really enjoying the process. And l- let me tell you earlier this year, I would not have enjoyed the process where I'm like making a plan and they're like, nope, you're not going to do that. It's going to turn into this. And I'm just having so much fun with it. So um, that's been like a freedom that I haven't previously enjoyed. You know? <laughs> um, that's amazing. Yeah. So, but, so I'm reading, we've got some esoteric healing. We've got St. Germain on alchemy. I'm, I started rereading. I am the word um, because okay the retreat is geared for it's woo woo 101. So it's, it's like beginning stuff. So I thought, you know, bringing some of the teachings from Paul and the guides in would be super helpful because those attunements are incredible. Um, you know, and learning how to use those, I think is a really fantastic tool for everyone to have, you know, in their tool chest. Although I would love to have another word for like tool, like, can we call it something else? Like, (laughs) So if you think of anything, do tell. <laughs> um, hmm. Okay. If it rolls around later, let me know. <laughs> um, but I'm also reading The Kingdom, which is, uh, you know, finishing that up, which is the last book in the, the uh, I think the trilogy before the yeah. one is starting now. Um, and I'm also reading the first chapter of Resurrection because that comes out on the 20th. And so I, you know, I pre-ordered it. And so you get to read like the first chapter. So I'm reading that too. Is that online? Uh, yeah. So yeah. I mean, so, like he send you it. Yeah. So like once you order the thing on Amazon, you can like fill out the form and then uh, it'll send you an email with the first chapter. Okay. Which Yay. And it's good. It's, uh, it, it and it, it feels like it's really in alignment with the same stuff that we had from the workshop, which is cool. Mm-hmm. So that really like instantaneously kind of like lifting you up there and you're like, man, I am in the upper room. This is fantastic. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know? Oh, I love that feeling. 
You know, I find when like I'm consistently reading like mm-hmm. like any any of his books really at least like 20 minutes a night, like mm-hmm. right before I go to bed, it really just like reprograms me for my days and my life. And I honestly have had the most profound realizations throughout my time reading his books mm-hmm. than any other like thing I've ever done. And it's like one of those things that I've, I've bought so many books. I'm like, I want to learn about being empathic and I want to want to learn this. And I bought my friend's book because I wanted to interview her to just get experience, like talking with people and interviewing them. And I just keep finding myself thinking like, oh, I just honestly just want to read Paul's books. Like <laughs> I don't want to spend any other time reading anything else because it also like, obviously I have an ego. I, I don't really think we can get rid of the ego, but like, I just see it more in people and books, especially books. I'm just like, oh my gosh. Like, and I know that when I read it, I'm reprogramming myself and I'm picking up on their beliefs, even though I know they're like, not necessarily beliefs I want to believe, but it's just, I don't know. It's a dilemma I'm now facing because I just love Paul's books because they feel so pure. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I know. And I get what you're saying. Um, there was something, Oh, I know what it was. It was when I was studying to before teaching my first Reiki one class and there was, um, a book that somebody had recommended to me and I got it and I was like, Whoa, (laughs) I don't know, man. (laughs) I don't know if we're going to keep reading this. (laughs) I'm not sure this is going to work for me. Um, Yeah. Yeah. But no, I think you're right. I think it's important to have a at least a level of objectivity, you know, Yeah. <laughs> but it's good to notice. Right. Yeah. Especially mm-hmm. I think, you know, in ourselves, it's very important to notice. And, and I yeah. think the more we start noticing it, like, I know for me, like, as I started noticing it more in myself, I definitely started noticing it more in other people. And with that came a lot of judgment and I struggled with that for like a really yeah. long time. Yeah. Um, but then the objectivity comes, you know, like with practice, I think. And I think that's all a lot of it is like, because it's really, when you break it down, you're really just constantly reprogramming things that were well-meaning yet misguided, you know, um, and sometimes not well-meaning, but, you know, still reprogramming. And that takes like repetition. Mm-hmm. We get better and better. You know, something that, um, a belief that I guess I've kind of adopted because I don't really understand this yet, but it's about empathy and it's about spiritual vampire, wait, not spiritual vampires, energy vampires. Mm -hmm. And like, I just like keep hearing people say it. And then I started adopting it into my language. And I think it's just from not knowing, like not understanding energy and how it works. And um, I feel like it also is though, it can be kind of like victim mentality and like, what else there's like other not like like hatred towards other or just like projecting like evil upon other people in a way poison darts is I think that's what they call it in uh I Ching you know like all of those kind of thoughts and jealousy and you know guilt and shame and all those kind of lower vibratory frequencies 
come yeah. out as lights and darks. Yeah. That, that sounds much better. Yeah. Because energy vampire makes it sound like this person is just like clinging to you. Like give me your, when it's like, it's everything, pretty much everything is very subconscious. Mm-hmm. Like I don't, I do believe that people do kind of like leech onto other people for their energy, but like, I don't believe that they realize what they're doing. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Until- in a sense, the new book. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know, but even times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But that's, that's what becomes, you know, so I was reading from the, the new book. Uh, well, not that one, not the innocent book of innocence, which is the next new book, but the current new book. Um, so I was reading the other day. Oh yeah. Yeah. And uh, what is that one called? Resurrection. Yes. And it was really interesting talking about, I've been writing a lot lately, so, but it's talking about, you know, seeing the, the monad, the divinity in, even the things we don't like, even the people that we don't like, even the things, you know, that we are judging. And that's really the whole kind of work, you know, because that's removing the fear because that's what we're doing. We're re-knowing things outside of fear and in what you could call love or trust or what the guides call the upper room, you know, and, and that's really the work. That's really where I think you start to not override the ego, but you start to lift the ego when we are able to kind of look at the beggar on the corner with the same eyes that we look at the person walking down sunset boulevard or that's what popped in (laughs) (laughs) you know and and having that same kind of recognition for both of those people you know or you know yeah Yeah. I find my difficulty comes in when someone does something to me and Mm -hmm. then I judge myself for letting them do that to me. It's like, I judge them and I judge me, but like, mostly I'm judging me for not being more intuitive for not like listening to my intuition, but it's also judgment. Mm -hmm. It's like, I guess it's something I'm learning, letting go. Well, and you know, and it's, it sounds like too, like, is it that you're not having intuition or that you're not listening to intuition? Cause I think that's two different things. It's more, I'm not listening or I wasn't listening. I've definitely grown from these experiences. I don't want to say I'm still doing it, but yeah, well, I mean, maybe I am. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, I'm just not listening. <laughs> you're not alone. <laughs> so like, yeah. You know, Sometimes we wind up with, you know, the two by four therapy because we haven't been listening. Like, you know, everybody who knows me knows that I have had definitely two by four therapy and now we're choosing gentleness, ease and grace, you know, and part of that. (laughs) And, you know, we know that when we listen, we get rewarded with these inspired things and, you know, things just kind of unfold in this beautiful flow feeling. And then when we're not listening, we're like, you know, bumping our butts along the way. Yeah. So, you know, something else, what do you think about contracts? Like the idea that we have contracts with certain people and do certain things with them. How do you feel about that? 
you know, um, I feel like we do have contracts with people and it, you know, it was really interesting that you bring that up when a handful of years ago, you know, I've always been very reluctant to talk to people about what I do and, you know, sharing the kind of work that I've been doing for the last several years. And I had a teacher who was like, you know, you are, this is what you're supposed to be doing. You know, this is what you're supposed to be doing, but by you not honoring that you aren't allowing the people that you have sole contracts with to resolve their contracts. And I was like, Oh, huh. That's interesting. I hadn't thought of that. And, you know, so if you look at it from the perspective of, well, I don't have enough self-worth or self-confidence to think I'm good enough for it. Well, if you, do, if you're not going to do it for that, do it for everybody else. <laughs> like yeah. do it for greater good. But I mean, at that point, that's kind of like the push that I needed, but, but I do think that people come in like, and I, and I really do, I think it was, was it Joe Dispenza who talked about, um, Oh, what was the book? Maybe it was being supernatural. I'm not sure, but I'm pretty sure it was him. One of his books you know, talking about how, when we're in the non-physical, like waiting, he uses like, we're at the bus stop waiting to come in, you know, we meet up with these other people and they're like, oh, Hey, I need to learn this lesson. They're like, oh, Hey, I need to learn this lesson. They were like, oh, okay, let's shake on it. We're going to go down there and be in this like dense physical form. And we're going to teach each other some lessons and kind of how we decide to vibrate while we're down there determines how we learn lessons. And yeah. I don't know. I'm like, yeah, that feels right to me. Like, I don't know. What are your thoughts on it? Um, someone, there was this situation that uh, I kind of felt really bad about me doing it, <laughs> doing this thing. And then I talked to a medium and she was like, oh yeah, like this was a contract. So then I'm like, well, like, is that like an excuse for my actions or like, was there like something subconsciously like, I don't know, questions, but okay. Another perspective or point is if time doesn't exist, then we're making the contract in that moment. So it's like, whatever we do becomes a contract. Maybe. I don't know. I can see that. Yeah. (laughs) You know, I feel like it's all, it's a bunch of paradigms. Like, you know, the yeah. one that my teacher has always said to me, she's like, you know, there's thousands of contradictory yet perfectly valid realities happening at any one point. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, think about it, right? Like, you know, huh. So, I mean, yeah, like, it makes sense. Like maybe you and I are writing some sort of contract right now or fulfilling one or like, who knows, you know, <laughs> maybe like one of us That's is going to cool. say something that the other has been just like waiting to hear. And it's like, a aha, or maybe not. You know? <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> But I think that's why it's so important to like get into that space where you're in what the guides call the upper room, or as I like to say in flow, you know, getting into flow and then So, you know, we're going to get into flow and then decide we're going to get into flow. Like, like we did before we started this, we called in our guides, our angels, our helpers. We're like, Hey, let this be what it is. And, you know, we didn't try and make a plan to control it. And it is what it is. And it's going to be, I feel exactly something that somebody has been waiting to hear. And that's cool. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yes. <laughs> so I think I got us off topic for whatever. <laughs> we were never on any topic. Yeah, we were right. just like flowing. <laughs> you know, I did bring, I have my, um, I have an Oracle deck and I was like, I could like pull a card and yeah. then we could just talk about whatever comes to mind. Cool. That sounds good. You and your ginormous water bottle. It's giant. Vince calls it, my husband calls it a bucket. I'm like, it's not a bucket, it's a jug. <laughs> a bucket. <laughs> Surrender. Ooh. Huh. <laughs> that has been the theme of my year. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. It started in Costa Rica and it has carried through till now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love that. I booked my, um, my plane tickets to Costa Rica on Saturday. Oh, that's so exciting. I'm so yeah. excited. For you. you are going to love it. The, the resort is, or is that what they call a resort? I don't know the place, the space is fantastic. The howler monkeys are super cool. Um, <laughs> that was a super fun experience for me. And they're so little, like they sound like they'd be really big. They're not, they're like tiny. <laughs> And then of course, they're so cute. They really are. So tell me about surrender for you. What comes up for you? Um, I think of surrender when I set an intention or like, I want something. Mm -hmm. I just surrender to whatever it is that I'm asking for instead of like clinging to it and hoping for it and expecting it. Um, and also like just emotions, dark emotions, anything that comes up, just being with it, surrendering to the experience. Hmm. Allowing it to just kind of come up and move through it. Yeah. Surrender has been a challenge for me in the past. I'm finding it much easier. But, you know, that personality body, the ego loves to hold on to things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it wants everything to like be in place and it wants to know the future. Yeah, um, but you can't. <laughs> I mean, you know, sure, we can get glimpses of things, but you know, really, really, it comes down to, and I feel like surrender and trust are like, yeah, like best friends. I was like one and the same, but I don't know if they're one and the same, but if not, it's really close, you know, because mm. if you don't surrender, it's saying that you don't trust, I think. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And fear is also a lack of trust and separation. Mm-hmm. and a lack of surrender for sure <laughs> because fear is saying i don't trust the universe to provide right yeah yeah so interesting <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <Okay>. <laughs> so you um you spent would you say seven months just traveling around and just kind of living forever okay so I want to know more about that um let's see 
I'll tell you about the highlights of my trip. Um, I spent a month in Italy, the countryside of Florence at a retreat center. Mm. And I was there with, there were like four other, I did work away. So it was volunteer for a place to stay. And I was with like, I think five other people and we cooked and we cleaned and they had two different retreats at that time. One was called trans dance and they were there for like 12 days. And every day they were blindfolded dancing in this room for like hours to like tribal music and like going on this shamanic journey. And I got to participate, I think two or three times. And that was a really, that was a really cool experience. We also all as me and the other coworkers, we would meditate pretty much every day together. And that like definitely opened me up spiritually and I started having very vivid dreams and they were actually a little scary but (laughs) that's like something else I'm working through is like letting go of fear Mm -hmm. of I'm about to totally digress but whatever um I actually have this dream journal and I've been writing down my dreams pretty much every night and I have this fear of like I'm more afraid of darkness and like ghosts and monsters and like this vulnerability of like letting them affect me um so that actually came up in Italy something I'm working through now but that was also like four years ago um a great experience they also were affiliated with an Osho retreat center so there was one day where Osho had this the retreat center because Osho passed away but the retreat center had this it was like a festival oh my gosh I was actually talking to someone else about this and there was this 40 minute meditation kind of thing where like there's like me and 60 other people a laughing meditation so we had to like force ourselves to laugh for 60 minutes and it was <laughs> such an interesting experience so you just like literally just laughed for 60 minutes yeah and there's like the ups and the downs like I'm forcing myself to laugh and then you're like oh wait I'm actually laughing because like this is so ridiculous and then you're like oh that person looks really funny and like and then you're like okay like when is this gonna end but it was really cool yeah I love just like experiencing things I'm just like I'll do that and that like I don't like to do research on anything I'm just like I'll just try it that's why I like to do things that's why I have some random tattoos like (laughs) (laughs) yeah let's go do that oh that's super fun hey that's cool what a neat experience so like okay so if you were gonna take like one big thing that you learned like about yourself like during those travels what would you say like is your biggest takeaway for having like done that for yourself Huh. Let's see. Um, Okay. So I also went to Peru and did ayahuasca there and I thought it would change my life. And I was like waiting for it for so long. And I realized that you change your life now. Like you implement things in your daily life and your daily practices. You don't need to wait for like any one big thing or like any person or any substance like you just you have to just change your life now dude that's good I think that's what we're gonna call this change your life now right 
<laughs> I love that. <laughs> Are you writing that down? Yeah, I totally am. <laughs> Change your life now. Don't yeah. wait. <laughs> um, yeah, because I think, you know, that that's awesome. Like that is a great takeaway, you know, and I think you really hit the nail on the head there with, you know, it's, I think people think that it's like, ah, oh, and I'm awake and I'm open and here I am, but it's, it's a gradual process. It's like a, doing a cha-cha, you know, like we're yep. going up this spiral and, you know, it feels like we're going backwards, but we're at a higher level and things come up and, you know, it's, it's an everyday thing. It's, you know, like Zig Ziglar said, like motivation is like bathing, you know, you got to keep doing it. And it's the same thing with that mm-hmm. kind of people call it the path to enlightenment, but that feels uncomfortable to me because I feel like I'm never going to be enlightened, (laughs) but that path to like awareness, you know, the path of like lifting your consciousness, I'm much more comfortable with that, right? Like lifting your consciousness and, you know, it's not just the steady, like climb up and, you know, then you've got it. Like it's (laughs) cha-cha. Yeah. And that I actually beat myself up on that because like, I've had some really high highs, like some really profound realizations when I'm like truly living in like, when I'm truly like, I know who I am in truth, like that realness, like I've been there. And then when I like come back down, I'm just like, oh man, like, how do I get back up? You know? (laughs) So it's like, I need to just like forgive myself and just like, I'm a human and I want to be doing this. Like I want the highs and the lows, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, like for me, I, I was like, I did a lot of like really peak highs and really low lows too. And so then I started to yeah. ask for, Hey, how about we have this with a little more gentleness, ease and grace where it's not like massive dips this way and that, where I'm holding my space a little more steadily and just kind of like getting out a little bit and then getting back in. And then, you know, getting, you know, and just kind of like going like that. It doesn't always happen like that, but (laughs) yeah. Yeah. That's the thing is like, we could just ask for anything. Like we can ask for gentleness (laughs) and and we forget. And I, and now I've gotten to the point where I notice when I forget, I'm like, Oh, you were not clear. And you're asking, (laughs) here we go. Oh my gosh. You know, that is actually something that I have a curiosity or just not even a curiosity, like a desire to study is like, like the power of our words is so, I don't know, impactful that I just like want to like get more creative with setting intentions because they, it dramatically shifts our life. Yeah. Yeah. There were, you know, when I, when I first started this kind of journey, like one of the very first things that my teacher at the time taught me was changing my self-talk and becoming very, very aware of how quite honestly horrendous it was. Cause it was horrendous. Mm-hmm. You know? Like there's still, I still catch myself now and this has been yeah, many, many years, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, yeah. And it makes such a huge difference. So a worthwhile endeavor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So have you ever have you ever asked, like asked your spirit guide or the universe, just anything for something. And then you got it. And then you're like, Oh wait, this isn't what I want. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And big too. 
like, <laughs> oh, okay. And, and, you know, for me, like, it's a, it's a teaching point, right? Like, okay, what can I learn from this? Mm-hmm. Oh, I can learn clarity of communication and, you know, clarity of desire. <laughs> you know, that's why I feel like, you know, it's probably good. We haven't mastered instant manifestation yet, you know? <laughs> oh my gosh. Can you imagine? Yeah. <laughs> manifest? Well, I mean, when we dream at night, that is instant manifestation. But we're not necessarily lucid. Oh. But yeah, sorry. <laughs> no, you're good. And I'm thinking like, I don't know, I feel like I like go off to other places when I dream. I'm not sure where I am or what I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that's cool. So, hey, if people want to find you, to follow you, to subscribe to your YouTube channel, um, give me a link. I can put it in the description of the show. Yeah. Sure. I actually, so I have my YouTube channel, which is called Perspective Switch. And I also have a dancing Instagram account called San Diego Shuffle Girl, which like I'll write deep captions, but it's really just me dancing, but it's cool. They're both cool. They're me. (laughs) Yeah. I love that. So we'll make sure that we put that in the podcast description and um, I'll give you my link tree so that you can send anybody uh, who might be interested in checking out more of whatever it is that I'm doing. (laughs) Awesome. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you so much for your time today. And um, is there anything that we should kind of, I don't know. I I really think you nailed it with change your life now. (laughs) (laughs) But is there anything else that you want to kind of like impart upon the viewers and listeners before we head out for the day? Surrender. Yeah. Oh, that's a good one. I love that. (laughs) I will leave it to that. Sending love and light to you all. And until next time. Bye. Bye.